I was looking for any students of uh, tourism department of BHU sitting here. Uh, is there anyone? <laughs> they have all left. So this is actually for them. Most of these will help those who are in the tourism departments. Very uh, good session actually. This is the most useful session of the whole conference. Uh, many experience designing ideas. Uh, now, Janani uh, Anantanarayanji on Balayanam. kind of uh, emotions that will come out. So I thought, let me just always do this, okay? So. Yeah. Mine is uh, Balayana, travel programs for children. Balayana is a word uh, coined by me to represent a concept that I propose to present as a strategy for experiential tourism. Now, it's made up of two words in Sanskrit. That is Bal plus Ayana. So, Rama's travel, his journey, the word Ayana inspires me to present the Balayana. All about Bharat, Indianness, Indianism, Balayana will focus exclusively on children's travel and tourism. So, Balayana is a it's a child-centric program that seeks to afford opportunities to young children to experience and appreciate our Indic heritage and culture. This concept aims to present travel programs for children in the age group of 7 to 15 in a very unique format. Now, Mahabala Artha. Mahabala Artha is an adjunct to the Balayana concept. Just as the Mahabharata has got 18 chapters, the Mahabala Artha will focus on 18 characteristics or points that will include uh, inculcate qualities in children to appreciate our Indic culture and become responsible citizens. So there are uh, thing, 18 things that I put out like curious and dedication and whatever words are appropriate for children. Next one, the chakra view. The chakra view and the need to come out of it. The military strategy in the Mahabharata of the entrapment of the adversary's forces with little or no chance of escape is very well known. Is our society being insidiously entrapped in such a chakra view where the appreciation, the reverence and the relevance of our heritage is becoming a casualty? Now, let me elaborate a few points which may cause or even contribute to accelerating this process. For example, the concept of uh, ancestral villages or grandparents' home, uh, they're all fast disappearing. Then books, TV, internet, they have their own limitations. Children are increasingly getting ad addicted to digital games. Going out and actually physically playing has been, you know, is affected. 
Then of course, careers, only engineering, science is given preference, whereas history, arts and all that is all relegated, unimportant, not so important to your success. And the rigid school curriculum, tuitions, false values, all contribute to children getting more edgy and impatient. Parents also will wake up children at five o'clock to send them for tuitions, but not to maybe go to a temple or any other, you know, thing like that. Okay. Because in Goa, I know children get up at five and go for tuitions. Instant gratification has become the norm. No time for going through the stepping stones towards the goal. Instead, everything is an attempt to pole vault to the finish line. Fine arts such as music, dance, painting, etc. are pursued as competitive activities. Not totally, but definitely there. it is there. Then adult activism. Children are increasingly become easy targets for promoting adult activism that may be working towards creating a warped view of our own Indic heritage. Then the glitz and the neon is so much these days that the heritage of our country may pale into insignificance with this onslaught. And of course, a weak society is very easy to break and conquer. So to come out of this chakra view, my concept Balayana will serve as a very important strategy. The Kumbhakarna syndrome. This has to be understood. The value of our heritage has to be awakened in the adults and the children. Now, if there is a conscious strategy to nullify, to suppress, to discredit the value and relevance of our history and heritage, somebody was talking of binaries, uh, then a conscious strategy to revive, revise, review, respect and re-energize our sense of value and heritage is also a very imperative need. Saptakandas. Now Ramayana has Saptakandas, we know that. So my strategy also has got seven uh, khandas. The Stala, the Prakriti, Shilpa, Prasad, Deva, Kala and the Katha. The name suggests everything. The Stala can be a temple or it can be a river or it can be a mountain area or anything like that. And it, there is a bit of an overlap in these uh, chapters also, but that doesn't matter. And uh, uh, I mean, like each one has got its own distinct uh, ideas and focus also. Next is the Setu Connect. Now, every stone counts in making of an edifice. So like the Vanarasena, we need a dedicated army of volunteers, professionals, guides and gurus who will help construct the bridge and connect the past to the present and also to the future. Now, the depiction of Ravana with ten heads, wherein each head is a symbolic representation of an undesirable trait that young minds should guard against. Young minds should guard against. Now, by implementing my strategy, Balayana, it is envisaged that these undesirable traits will be nullified. Let me just uh, put out what are those traits. Say, ignorance will be crushed. That is, ignorance of our heritage and the common weave that runs throughout the country. Ancient is primitive. That idea, this notion is dispelled from the young minds with the enormous scale of the site and structures, the technology, the techniques to, uh, you know, to create these heritage structures or our epics or our literature, arts. They are understood and appreciated. Crude and uncouth behavior. Now, irreverence for the sanctity of the site which manifests as scribbling, defacing structures, boisterous, flippant behavior within the precincts of the heritage place will all be addressed. Recently, I was in Tan Tanjaur in that uh, big temple, 
I'm just watching these youngsters all behaving like they are in some garden with these, uh, you know, walking around with the mobile in front of the, uh, uh, you know, gaiety, stretching their legs and sitting. Of course, I did uh, give them a piece of my mind, not in a rude way, but told them to, you know, and not allowing you to go and things like that. Uh, academic addiction, somebody who spoke about that, it stuns all round development because continuously only marks, marks, and, you know, those things are there. Interesting meaningful tours and trips will definitely help the children. Impatience. Today's ecosystem largely tends to foster impatience. Like I told you, instant gratification, they want it then and there. Low emotional quotient is another thing which will be nullified. I mean, to a large extent, it will be alleviated. Selfishness is discouraged and empathy will be encouraged. Low self-esteem. Always feeling of West is the best, your inferiority complexes, the invasions, the subjugations over the years, all the scars, all that also will be dealt with when you go for these trips. Rigidity in thought, habits are dealt with through interaction with local populace, lifestyle, food habits and culture. And any biases, prejudices and mental blocks that are within the environment, ecosystem, whatever. Uh, or also some which are insidiously fostered through media and other modes are countered. Lack of ethics and morals, which is like a cancer on our society, will be dealt with. Conscious effort to present our innumerable stories, folklore, Puranas, etc. will have a very positive effect. And definitely there will be a clarity between the virtual world and the real world. The favorite one is the Pushpak Vimana. The flying chariot or the plane will transport all the children to another era. It will kindle their curiosity and help them gather and most importantly, savor memories, which is very, very important. Now, just one minute, stop. Okay? Yeah. Just stop. No, no, don't play. Just stop. One second. Okay, now I'm... The Pushpak Vimana is just waiting outside. I want all of you to become children for just uh, uh, one minute. Okay? So close your eyes. I'm going to just tell something. And we are going to board the Pushpak Vimana, which is waiting outside. You can imagine it to be whatever you want. It's diamond, it's uh, gold studded or silver or, you know, uh, it's got uh, emeralds or pearls or anything that you want. It's the most beautiful Pushpak Viman which can accommodate every, everybody over here. Huh? It's not just a small uh, thing. Okay? So please close your eyes. I'm going to have a little bit of uh, uh, exercise here. Yeah. So close your eyes and you all are all getting into that beautiful Pushpak Viman. And we are ready for a takeoff. So we're going up into the blue sky from the Banaras Hindu University, uh, this ground outside. Flying over the blue sky, over the clouds, we're seeing the Ghat, the Ganges and everything. And then going now we're going southwards over the Vindhyas and going a little bit westwards now towards the land of Parashurama, the land of Aparantha, Sunapranta, which is Goa, and the Vahan is going to land there, Pushpak Viman. It's going to land, but the uh, temperature is a little different now, and it's drizzling slightly. It's early morning, 5.30, and you all are going to be there. Getting down now, the uh, Vimana is slowly descending. It's going to land. And it has landed. The date is Bhadrapada, uh, Krishna Paksha, Dvitiya Day. 
and you are landing at 5.30 in the morning in a beautiful Zai garden. Zai is a, a jasmine flower, and you are in that garden. You are watching all the people pluck flowers early in the morning, the sweet fragrance, a little bit of rain falling on you, but it's so beautiful you don't even realize that you're, you know, the rains are there. Then you watch them put those flowers into the little basket, and you're following them, going with them to the place where they're going to deposit those flowers. The flower pluckers are giving it to the people who are going to string the flowers. They make beautiful veinies, garlands out of it. And today is the important day in the temple. Somebody was talking about the Mohini Avatar. There is a, a temple uh, where we are in the, next to the Zai Garden in Mardol in Goa, the Mahalsa Narayani Temple, an avatar of Mohini. So you all are going to witness the Zayanchi Puja on that day. This festival has been going on for hundreds of years because there was a plague over there and it was believed by the people of the village that if they string flowers, these famous Zai flowers from their village and give it to the deity, she will be pleased and the uh, plague will end. And that's exactly what happened. So from that day, they've been doing this. And so the y'all are going to have uh, stories connected with Mohini. Y'all are going to listen to all that. And you can open your eyes now. And you're going to go to the temple and see the little bit of the video that we had just for one minute, okay?
That was a Zayo of Mardol. So you'll have witnessed the festival. You'll have to get back into the Pushpak Viman again to another uh, Jasmine Garden. But we're going further down south to Madurai, which is also famous for Malli. Malli is Jasmine in Tamil. And of course, the Madurai Meenakshi Temple. I would like to thank my children who have been part of this journey also, and my husband here. And of course, because the film was done by my son, it's a full half an hour film, and the music is by my other son, Srinivas. A big thanks to Indic Academy for giving me the opportunity to present this uh, concept of mine. Thank you so much. And thanks to Koti Prasad.